The woman. Look who's the here. Woman. You look so pretty. Thank you. As Good usual, how are so you? I'm good. How are you? Now, see, I said I'm going to be on my best behavior with you because you know, why? I don't why? want no problems. Why you need to be on your best behavior with me? First well, what one, is you that? Know I'm lying. Look, you know I'm lying. <laughs> how have you been, Miss Keisha? I've been absolutely super fantastic. What about you? I have been good. No complaints at all. Let me tell you, I'm so glad, first of all, to even be alive. Let me tell you something. Coming through COVID and everything else, I'm like, you know, after this, everything is gravy, right? I know, right? It's been it crazy. Just, a completely different perspective on life. I know. Yeah. I, I want to, first of all, say thank you for joining me. Of I course. have... Um, been wanting to talk to you for a long time. I knew when I started doing this woman to woman series, it started out just for uh, the month of March in celebration of Women's History Month, right? And I thought, you know, a lot of the women that we celebrate, I ain't never met. Some of them are gone to glory. Some of them, you know, are just way above right. me. I said, but right. you know what I want to do? I want to have conversations that women whose path I have crossed uh, during my work, during my life, uh, people that I don't know, maybe I want to know, or people that I want to get to know better. Uh, and you were on my list and you were on my list that? as someone that I would like to know better. You and I spoke way back when October, uh, 2021, I think it was. Yeah. When you had released your book and I said, well, I got to know about these principles. <laughs> I got to know about these principles because I get it. You know, the whole author, speaker, uh, certified life coach, all of those things are wonderful. But I felt like sometimes we get so caught up in the titles of things that we just don't actually have a conversation with the person because a title oh, is a now. title. It's a bra. Honey. We take it off sometimes. So Absolutely. Comfortable. There you go. It's a hat. <laughs> so I, I, I wanted to say, first of all, that when I first met you, because I met you through a friend that I to consider Keisha. a sister. And yeah, I Keisha. knew when she said, you got to talk to my girl, Keisha. I said, man, if you tell me that, I know I got to talk to your girl, Keisha. <laughs> she got to be the shit. See, there I go. Already, <laughs> already, already. I'm, like I'm trying I'm try not like to cut it. loose. I'm trying not to cut I, loose. I want you to cut loose. Yeah, you know I will. I was just, you know, trying Listen, to Listen, there's a quote. And I love it. It says, well-behaved women rarely make history. Rarely make history. Eleanor Roosevelt, right. I think, said that, wasn't it? There you it? go. I know. Yes, well-behaved women rarely And I am not so that. We're not trying to behave. <laughs> Look, I am not that. I am not that. But I, And I'm going to come back to that. But I wanted to say that um, she was right. She was right about you. And I wanted an opportunity to tell you that to your face. Cause I know when we spoke before it was because you had your book and you know, we mm -hmm. were really promoting that hard. And I kept saying, I really want to stay in contact with her because I, I love the energy. I love the positive uh, nature that you have, but also you just seem like a really cool chick. And I was like, <laughs> I, you know, it's not often, you know, in your life, you know, especially older that, yeah. And older as in to me over 30, like over 30, yeah. everything starts getting weird and, you know, yeah. you don't really know. And I said, you know, as you get older as a woman, it's so hard to meet people who are, you know, on your same frequency. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you were one of those yeah. people for out the gate. You was like, yo, what's up? I was like, oh, I like her. What's going on? <laughs> 
So I was like, let me, I don't let know, me get any her other way. You I know, know, I said, let me get her on here so I can give her her flowers, you know? I appreciate So it. I thank you for that. And that is why you're here. It's just a very loose conversation about life, about some of them principles you were talking about. And you're right. It is true that well-behaved women seldom mm -hmm. make history. Mm -hmm. Have you always been well behaved? I know that there was a time. No, <laughs> no it's not. I know it's the not. Is, no. no, it's not, girl. There was a time where I was so behaved. Listen, uh, I was caught up. My husband and I call it the haze. It was mm. my haze, right? Um, and it had a lot to do with me being in church. See, the thing about me though, Jasmine, was I grew up in the street. That's all I knew. I knew street. I knew uh, the drug life as far as my daddy selling drugs. I knew about my mama's doing drugs. You know, I, I knew that life. And so all of a sudden, my father gets out of prison and he takes us into this church, which was just completely opposite of who we were, mm. how we lived, how we showed up. So I thought I had to be this well-behaved person. Yeah. Right. But you know what's in you at some point comes out of you and mm -hmm. it just doesn't last. Amen, honey. <laughs> Amen. It just doesn't last that long, Jasmine. I know. If I came from a mother who was raw. Do you hear me? She was raw. The church folk couldn't handle Sherry Ann Eichelberger. Hey, good. All of her names. I'm about to say, if she got that many her. names, I can't handle it. <laughs> but she taught me. She taught me about being authentic and about mm. being honest first yeah she was always that right so it took me a minute so yes there was a I, moment where i was very well behaved but you know what <laughs> this is what i think i i think that for some went for some reason um and it's the obvious you know whether it's you know patriarchy or or anything else we know that women have always been confined and constrained. Yeah. And I think we never yeah. get the Work opportunity like. yes. yeah, to be our most magical selves because the Absolutely. truth of the matter is, you know, any good thing is made in mess. Roses grow through dirt, don't they? Let me tell you right <laughs> now, uh, Keisha, honey, if I come to your house and it wasn't messy before Thanksgiving, I'm not eating. If you ain't got some shit that's all over the wall, right. I don't want it. Right. <laughs> I ain't eat your mac and cheese. Right. If it ain't powder and flour over the floor, I don't want your cake. Right. I don't want it. Because right. I think it is true when they say beauty for ashes. I think you have yeah. to have ashes first in order to have something beautiful. And I think sometimes yeah. when you're too prim and proper and buttoned up, yeah. you got to let that stuff hang yeah. out. Yeah, let that stuff go. I think that some of your go. best lessons are learned Absolutely. from mess. Now, wouldn't you agree? Yes. And what Absolutely. would you say so far is the greatest lesson that you've learned? Freedom. 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 I, I mean that with all my heart. Freedom is the greatest lesson that I've learned. And what I've realized is that the choice belongs to the individual. No mm -hmm. one gets to decide whether or not you're going to be free. That is your choice. It is your decision. And, and that's free I in every sense of the word, right? Like I in terms of laugh loud, of you know, be, All of it. be bright when you Who, walk in the room. Whoever you are in your beauty and your glory, whatever defines you. So if you're the soft spoken, soft, uh, spoken person who likes to be quiet and sit in the corner, if that is you, let that be freely you. 
if you're the one who lights mm. up the room, you cut me and let that freely be you. But yeah. just knowing and having an awareness of yourself and being free from that point of view, that is the biggest lesson I've learned, be free. Uh, I don't like being a slave. I don't like being a confined. I don't like being confined. Yeah. And I don't like being put in a, uh, a prison, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I determine my limit, limitless boundaries, right? You know, it's unfortunate, um, though. I think a lot of people, men included, mm -hmm. don't realize that they are not free, right? Because yeah. I, I think That's a lot so of people true. don't realize that they are bound either with um, generational habits, with, you know, I'm telling you, you can be, you can be in the, in the cup, in the tea, in the sunken right. place and not really That's know right. it because <laughs> you've been like there that. for so long <laughs> right. that it looks familiar and normal. And you don't realize, right. you know, I didn't know I could fly this high. Well, baby, it's cause you didn't spread your wings. You didn't, that's right. That's right. And that, you know, I tell people, Jasmine though, that's why I show up. I really, really do. I like the mess. I yeah. like the discomfort. You know, I like those things that's gonna push your buttons and push your limits. You know, give, give me that. Give me the, give me the person that's drunk. Give me the person that, you know, just got off their back. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, you know what though? I literally just said this to my assistant the other day. I said, I'm that kind of chick who likes the person you are when ain't nobody looking. Cause that's really who yeah. you are. And I like yeah. that. You know how they say dance like nobody's watching. Okay, well, mm -hmm. however that is, I want her to show up. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? I wanna know who it is when ain't nobody in the house and it's just yep. you. What are you doing and how are you behaving? I wanna yep. be friends with that person. Cause I yeah. think that is the most authentic person inside of each of us is who you are yeah. when no one's looking. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about how we started this conversation is I met Takia because of my best friend. My best friend, her name was Jamila Muhammad, and she was in radio. Um, yeah. But she, yeah, Jam. But Jam and I found a connection because it was difficult to find women in our space who just loved and supported each other in our rawness. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so we connected on that level because it was very rare. You know, honestly, if I'm being transparent, you know, there were always women around me, but there was always this um, wall, if you will, of pretense, you know, let me button up yeah. or, you know, act like. And it was just like, no, give me you. That's who I want to know, because I'm going to give you me. Right. So, um, well, I think though, I think for a lot of people, um, they don't have the courage to do that because it, it, it's I a very agree. courageous thing to say, I'm going to let my slip hang. I'm going to mm -hmm. let, I know it's showing and you know what? I'm going to pull dancing. it down so you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bend over. Don't bend over. <laughs> don't bend over. <laughs> now, see, that's me. I'm the show out queen. When I was a little girl, my mama would always say, well, my grandma would say she putting on shows. She putting on eggs. <laughs> now my mama would say she's showing out. But I uh -huh. think what happens is when we're kids and we're mm -hmm. showing out, I think we are alchemists and we are creating yeah. who we are yes. and who we will be. And so yes. to stop that, yes. I think is, is 
you know, it, it's a punishment. And I think it it's is. unfortunate that we do it so much that you turn into the buttoned up and I feel like I got to be this and that way. And you never get the opportunity to dance like no one is watching. Yeah. And so I think, Listen, my, yeah, I think it's important that we pour into our children and even the young people around us to say, now, don't go, don't act a complete fool, but I'm going to let you right. act up a little bit because you need to know what yeah. that freedom feels like, right? That is my daughter, Kendall, all day long. And Kendall she has the freedom out. to be her. Kendall shows out, okay? Kendall shows out. And guess what? Her father and I are okay with it. Our favorite part of the movie, uh, What's Love Got to Do With It, Tina Turner, is in the beginning when she's a little girl and she's in the church. Yeah. And she's singing in the choir. And the director is trying to, <laughs> you know, button her up and get her under control. And she just can't help herself. Yeah. Right? To the point where she's pulled out by her ear. But honey, that is Kendall all It's day so funny. Long. And you saying that, that reminded me when we had that conversation in October of 2021, I said, I think me and Kendall might be spirit animals. Because <laughs> I remember yeah. when I was coming up, I um, I always wanted to be the center of attention. It, it was a, it was it was a necessity for my spirit. And I mm. remember we'd have uh, assembly. I don't even know if they do that anymore. I've been out of school so long, but they, they do. They assembly. do. <laughs> and baby, the teacher, the principal, they all were at the ready because they were like, you know, that little red. Because that was my nickname growing up was red because they knew. And I knew they were watching for me. And so I would slither like a snake, sleeky, sleeky. Man, I'd run up on the stage, grab the microphone. And it was rap. Now, first of all, I could not sing, but you couldn't tell me that. And I didn't care. You couldn't tell you that. Well, right? honey, the Jones girls. I just love the man. Sing, I was determined. You can say. Honey, I didn't care. And I would get into trouble. Now, you would think that would deter me for the next time. But it would mm -mm. not. But let me tell mm -mm. you something about me that I believe will be true for Kendall. And it's so good to know that you're feeding into that. Is mm -hmm. It gave me that spirit of nothing can stop me. And yeah. I am not afraid to be the brightest light in the yep. room when everybody Take else is risk. That's right. Take the you risk. You got to do it. You have yeah. to. Be a risk taker. Be a risk taker. Yes. I think that's important. What, what's yeah. the biggest risk that you've taken in your life? The biggest one and the scariest and the scary one. You know, I don't know if I would necessarily call it uh, a risk, but the scariest uh, for me, and it's going to probably sound simple to others. And that was a decision to actually get pregnant with Kendall. Hmm. I was older when I got pregnant with Kendall. They had told me, the doctors had told me that I wasn't going to be able to have any children. And, uh, wow. you know, want us to start looking into adoption, you know, or foster care. And I had already been through a lot of surgeries and procedures. And to be honest with you, I think I just lost something, you know, through those processes. And my light was just completely dimmed as, as far as children were concerned. And so I bought a dog, a beautiful little dog. And I humanized that dog. I dressed her up. She traveled with me everywhere I so went. So you were one of those guys. You were one of those guys. And um, I was doing the training, Jasmine, and the fear that I felt was, it was real. And this woman walked up to me in one of my trainings who knew nothing about me or my situation. And she said, 
are you trying to get pregnant? And I immediately said, no. And I felt all of that, right? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to get pregnant. And she said, I think you are. And I want you to go see my doctor. Oh. And I told Paul, I said, this crazy woman walked up to me during my training and blah, I don't know where she got this information from. <laughs> Threw the card in the cabinet. And six months later, Paul being patient with me said, I think we should go see that doctor. It was a scary time for me. I think I was afraid of that rejection. I think I was afraid of hope. I think I was afraid of the possibility that it wasn't going to happen. Uh, so that was probably one of the scariest times for me. Outside of that, um, you know, we go through challenges in life. Would I consider it to necessarily be a risk? No. Yeah. Um, scary at times, yes. But that was probably one of the one of the most significant. It's funny because I times. feel like, um, you know, we live in a in such a a society of criticism that mm -hmm. it is frowned upon by a lot of people <laughs> who think mm -hmm. that there should be an age limit to when you get yeah. pregnant. And I, 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 I'm not even going to weigh in on it. I would like to know what you think. I mean, obviously, um, though you got pregnant late, did you have any thoughts about uh, opinions about women having kids older? I read a story uh, maybe a couple of days ago where a grandmother now has to take care of 12 children that were her daughter's children. Something happened to her daughter uh, and she died unex uh, unexpectedly. And mm -hmm. now the grandmother, grandma, like she, she granny, got 12 right. kids to take care of. And a lot of people say that one of the reasons why they are so critical is because as you get older, you can't move as fast, you can't keep up with that baby, or you know, who wants to be 80 years old and your kid graduating high school? Now, <laughs> I, my thing is, baby, if it still work, use it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I am. That's where I am. <laughs> that's, if that thing's still working and listen, cooking stuff, listen, go on and put some, yes. <laughs> But that's how I feel. I, I don't. I, you know, I don't have an age limit. And to be honest with you, I am so uh, happy that it happened this way. Mm. I was a different person at 20 than I was when I had Kendall. And I think the patience that I have, I think the wisdom that I have is way different. That's not knocking people who have children when they're younger. I'm just talking about me and my experience because my younger sister has five. Do you hear me? She has five children, not 12, but she does have five. That's but God lot. knew I couldn't handle five. One <laughs> is enough for Keisha, right? Um, but yeah, you, people's life paths are their life paths. And if you are able to have a child and you're able to birth and that's something that you desire and something that you want, you know, I say, don't give up on that. Yeah. Um, I believe that it's still possible. So for me, no, I don't have, I mean, how old was Janet? 50? 50 when she had her baby? There was. Janet? Come on through. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, full disclosure, uh, her bank account was also sitting at 50, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I also believe you shouldn't have more children than Carl Wendell's, but that's a whole nother story, right? <laughs> Oh my God. It's so funny. Like, do you ever, when you think, speaking of Janet, you know, I, I, I get mad when I see people criticize, um, her looks and, and, and her life 
Because for me, I don't give a damn what Janet does to her face or her body as long as she stick around. Because I feel like she's my peer. Like, I remember she was the first person who made me think um, that you really can't be in control as a woman. Like, that you really can't take control of your narrative, um, what you want your life to look like, the decisions that you would make. And I enjoy watching her age gracefully and still do, I do too. what she loves. I do too. Right? I do too. As a matter of fact, I'm going to her concert when she comes here. Yes. Yes. And I would be right up front. Yeah. Mm, doing mm, all- mm, <laughs> mm, mm. Well, wait a second now. Some of that stuff I can't do no more. Okay. I yeah. have knees like Megan. I was going to say, knees. cause you know, I tore, I tore my meniscus <laughs> fooling around with new edition. Don't you do what I did, Keisha. <laughs> I'm still recuperating. Up underneath. <laughs> did you see that? Um, who was it? I can't remember who the comedian was. He just had a show out on Netflix and he was talking about the difference between older women and younger women, you know. Oh, that was uh who was it? Uh oh shoot, that was uh I know what you're talking about. Dion, Uh, I think it's Dion Dion Cole. Dion Cole. Yes, yes. And he was talking about the girls dance and I said that is so me. I don't you care. Gotta put a, you know, you put better. <laughs> That's all you got to do. As long as you can do this, baby, and pop them lips. Mm-hmm. You winning. You winning. I love it. And you know, aging is a funny thing, though. Are you scared yeah. as you get older or are you just no. enjoying every moment? No. Uh, I am enjoying every moment. But I am also one who uh, looks at death a lot different, probably, mm-hmm. than others. You know, I'm not afraid of it. Um <clears throat> Uh, I embrace it. Uh, I, you know, what do you I think happens when you die? What do you think happens? Well, it, it, for me, it depends on what you believe. I really do believe that with all my heart. Uh, I do believe that there is an afterlife. I do believe that what's most important about humans is not our body, but our spirit. Mm. And I believe that your spirit lives on. Uh, I am a Christian. I do believe that those who believe in Christ goes from life to life. I believe that with all my heart. Um, And so for me, a death is not something that I'm afraid of. I embrace it. And so the growing old for me uh, reminds me of seeds. You you brought that up earlier. um, But seeds, or maybe it was me that brought it up. See, that's getting older. Uh, But the seeds that are in the Right? In order for what's in it to come out of it, there has to be pressure. There has to be a breaking. And I look at our body as we get older as that pressure and as that breaking. It's a beautiful thing to me. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing it to me. I mean, it's scary every now and then when you realize mm-hmm. you can't bend down and pick something up and get back up as quickly as you used to. However, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I think... I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm not mad at or scared of aging. I will say, full disclosure, I just recently got to the point where I could wrap my head around death and not be mm-hmm. frightened. Yeah. Like, I, I think I still deal with that. And to be honest, I, I tend to have anxiety and panic attacks. Yeah. Uh, and I know that comes from uh, wanting to be in control and and feeling helpless. And if I'm in a situation that makes me feel that way, it will bring on a panic attack. And I know it stems from, you know, just the fear of death. Cause at the core of it for me is no one will be able to help me so that I can live. 
That's what's yeah. going in my head. And so yeah. it's a constant battle uh, with that for me. Is there anything that you yeah. battle with like that, whether it is um, being concerned about, you know, not eating right or being concerned about, you know, I can't go like I used to or like big concerts. I used to could yeah. go to those things. And I mean, like uh, Coachella style where, you know, you got to park and walk a mile and you're way out. Is there anything yeah. that bothers you as you get older that used to not? One of the things that um, I do every now and then, uh, it, it gives me pause, is um, things like dementia or Alzheimer's. Mm. Uh, because uh, I've witnessed um, those sages, those women sages uh, who are, have gone before me and I've watched their life. And so for example, uh, my paternal grandmother, who was very vibrant, but in her older years, she relied on and needed assistance a lot. Um, oftentimes that assistance came with her just being in a chair watching TV. And so I slowly watched her begin to deteriorate. Yeah. I have another grandmother, my paternal grandmother, I mean, my maternal grandmother who is still living, who has always been very active. She's always moved. She's always walked. She's always done things to stimulate her brain. And she's still going, right? Um, and so to watch my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, diminish in that way where she just didn't remember mm -hmm. anything, that gives me pause. Yeah. Right? It's a scary um, thing. I think as you get older, you begin to think yeah. about things that you never thought about before. Yeah. Like, oh, am I am I getting Alzheimer's? Because I can't remember yeah. what, what I came in the room yes, for. Yes. It's right, like everything right. bothers you now that, yeah. that used to not. Yeah. What would you say is your, your in the last let's say five years, your biggest aha moment? Like something just clicked for you or something you was like, now nah, I'd be damned, I realize. Like what was your biggest aha moment in the past five years? Uh, it's probably gonna go a little bit beyond five years, but it has been a big aha moment and it goes back to something I said earlier. And that was, I no longer needed to ask people for permission to be me. Mm. That was an aha moment for me. <clears throat> and let me tell you what I mean. That was, uh, you know, five years ago, I was still a fully grown woman. Um, but I was always in a space where I was working a job. I was up under someone, right? Someone was telling me, you know, this is the time you had to be in the work. This is the time you have to leave to work. You had to ask permission to take vacation, you know. And I remember um, going to my mentor, CEO, and saying to her, I can't do this. This is not where I want to be. I need to be the one who determines the pattern and the structure of my life. If I want to go on vacation, I want to be able to say, hey, I see y'all later. And I have to put in a slip that asks for permission to be able to do so. Yeah. And I remember uh, feeling anxious about going to her with that conversation. And then she said to me, Keisha, don't go. I have a new position for you. I want you to be the CEO of this company. And you can do as you will. I said, well, now we're talking. Now we're right? talking, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, but just, you know, being brave enough uh, to be able to say what you want to meet it and then to go after it. Yeah. Don't dream about it, but to go after it. That was a big aha for me. That That's a Keisha huge aha. doesn't have to ask for permission to be grown. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's funny because it's interesting. You think about it. 
um, in terms of when you grow from a child to a young adult into an adult, in your head, you're thinking, I no longer have to ask my mom if I can eat or if I can have a snack, or I no longer have to ask for permission to stay out past curfew. All of those sure. things are like m milestones in your life that you pass. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something that happens when you become an adult. It really is almost until you take control and you, you find your freedom. It's almost like starting over again because you are subjective to, you know, someone saying you better be here at eight o'clock. Exactly. You can't go. You can't have lunch. It's like asking, can I take a right. break so I can go to the bathroom right. and get a snack? Or, right. you know, can I have the day off or a week? It's, so it literally yeah. is kind of growing all over again. And I think you're right in having that aha moment of I, I need my freedom. I want I said I mm -hmm. want to step into adulthood. Here it is. But make no bones about it, baby. Adulting is hard. It is. What's the hardest part for you? Because I can <laughs> tell you, it's a realize, lot. Of, it's a lot for me. I can start. Look, I'm ready. You right, see me right, leaning right, forward, like I can start. Where you want to begin? <laughs> where, where, where you want to start? You know, with that conversation. Adulting, How much time do we have? Girl, adulting, adulting is, is hard, though. Hard. And it how come is. nobody ever told us? I hope you tell Kendall, baby. Adulting is hard. Okay. Don't don't rush to get here. It's hard. You know. Listen, you know what I realize is some things are better left unsaid until you experience it for yourself. Because she won't believe you, you me right don't, now. Right. Yeah. You know, right now, mommy and daddy are, you know, they're, they're taking care of everything. The other day was funny because uh, Kendall, uh, she's a giver, but she's very much also a receiver. Right. And so she received a lot of money to her for her birthday. Okay. So doesn't matter. She still wants to spend mom and dad's money. So we're out and we're shopping and she is filling this cart up. You know, we get to the cash register and she says, okay, I want all of this. I said, that is fantastic. I brought your wallet with me so we could pay for it all. And all of a sudden she got real frugal. <laughs> I bet she did. Well, you know, I really don't this need this. <laughs> How much is this? Let me take this out, <laughs> you know, but that's part of it. So when you think about adulting, there's that responsibility that comes, right? You realize you are responsible for yourself. And when I say responsible for yourself, I'm not just talking about the bills that are going to come your way. I mean, mentally, yeah. emotionally, spiritually, like you are responsible for you. And you have to have all of those wheels going at the same time. But that's the, that's the biggest thing about adulting. Who teaches us how to be aware yeah. and how to be conscious? Of just us, Jasmine, right? It's hard, Be girl. Be yourself and what you're going through. It is adulting. I mean, and I just like you just said, it is sometimes easier to just learn because I wouldn't have believed anything my mm -hmm. mama told me about adulting. I mm -hmm. wouldn't. And it wasn't that I thought she was lying. I just figured, mm -hmm. she old, she don't know. She just don't Because you're living in a bubble that you're, you're living, living in. You're living in a bubble. <laughs> I want my bubble back. <laughs> I want my bubble back, Keisha. <laughs> It's hard, but you know, it is also, if done right, even with the bumps and bruises, it can it's be beautiful. a wonderful ride. Yeah. I mean, there are things to learn from the bumps and bruises, but it's hard. Absolutely. I think no one teaches you the difficulties on some days just to have the strength and the, the, the want to, to get out of yeah. bed.
right? Because you yeah. know bills are waiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the cute bill. I'm talking about right. the, the bill bill. The, the right? bills. Yes. Right. And it's 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 very hard. And there are days, and I'm sure you must experience this, even though, and, and I've always been curious about this. How do you, as someone who coaches and teaches others the importance of principles of everyday living and also teaching them about how to manage their life, how then do you deal with life when it happens? Because we know it does, no matter, you know, no matter who you are, life has something for you every day. It's a little gift, like, here you go. This is just for you. Keisha's got your name on it. What you going to do with it? Exactly. But that's the biggest, a person who coaches um, others, for me, coaching is not about showing up and giving someone advice. It is about showing you what's already in you and then helping you to pull that out of yourself. And you make decisions in terms of your path and how you go. I want to empower you mm-hmm. in your decision. That being said, make no bones about it you will experience life. I don't want anyone talking to me who has not experienced life, right? It's going to knock on your door. It's going to sleep in your bed. It's going to hide in your closet and it's going to come out. I mean, you're going to find life wherever you go. It's how you show up in life that matters. You know, know? I I, I think I am reminded of something (laughs) that someone said recently. Uh, an artist who said, um, I don't like and never have liked older women because um, they either uh, have babies or a lot of baggage. And my first thought, I just skipped right over the baby thing. I was like, whatever, let's get to this baggage thing. Because my thing is, even as a dude, I want a dude who has some baggage because to me, having baggage teaches you how heavy you can care how heavy something needs to be in order for you to say I can't carry this anymore and you understand what that feels like when you down in your back if you've never had baggage I can't talk to you either right would you agree with that we all have it though we do you 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 bring one person to me and if they say they don't they are lying they lie that's their baggage that's their baggage (laughs) you better (laughs) preach in, and that is their baggage. That's their baggage. We all have baggage. Mm-hmm. It's how you carry it, how you show up with it. That's what's important. And right? I know I keep add, talking about Kendall. Go ahead. How you unpack it. Yes. How you yes. unpack that baggage. That's also exactly. equally as important. What are the movies that you are making up in your head? Yeah. So going back to Kendall, <clears throat> Kendall, because she does like to be the center of attention. She's at that age where she's learning, so she can't handle it when she is not the center of attention. So we were, I was dropping her off at school one day and uh, her little friend ran past her to another little friend. And Kendall felt like, oh, did you just pass me up, right? And she had a moment, I mean, a moment. Guess what? It's her baggage right now. So her and mommy had a conversation about what are you feeling in the moment, Kendall? What are the different uh, ways you could respond to that? What was the movie that you made up in your head that made you think that this wasn't your friend or she didn't want to be your friend? And so she said, well, do you think I should ask her? I said, sure. Be brave enough to ask. And before she could even do that, the little girl came over to Kendall and said, Kendall, what's wrong? Are you okay? 
when a girl walked away, I said, see, you made the movie up in your head. So now, next time that happens again, how do you show up? Yeah. How do you respond? Right? Um, so, it's yeah. It's funny. I, I, I feel I like, though, we all do that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think some of us, I, listen, I can watch a, the same movie maybe two or three times. If it's the whiz, okay, we're going to bring it up. I can keep watching that. <laughs> Well, I'm the kind of person I'm not I'm not into reruns. I don't want to keep watching this over and over. Right. But there are some people who have a movie on repeat in their head. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do you rewrite scenes for that movie? Yeah. How do you do that if you're stuck? Yeah. Well, 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 here's the thing. You got to realize that you're stuck. Mm. And so sometimes what that takes is your willingness and your openness, and it also depends on who you have around you, you know, and, and, and that's why it goes back to Jam for me. She was an honest person. I mean, I that trusted her to be truthful. <laughs> you know what I mean? I trusted her to be truthful. And that wasn't present in my life. That's why I don't, I don't have a lot of female friends. I want more, right? But I want them to show up and be honest and be open and be truthful. And she was that for me. And so reframing those neural pathways in your brain takes you to have a good Judy that's going to say, Hey girl, your stuff stink. We're going to need you to That's so funny. But stuff. all of that is connected for me. Like when you talk mm-hmm. about, um, needing those friends and wanting more female friends, I find that in doing these conversations that I've been doing, I am realizing more and more that you truly are only as strong as that sisterhood that you have created mm-hmm. around you. Now, I was very guilty for a long time in believing that I like having friends, but I don't need anybody. It's just me mm-hmm. and the six girls in my head. That's all I need. <laughs> but as I got older, it's, it's six That's girls. That's a good title of a book, too. You I like that. <laughs> the six girls. Just keep that. It's true. Like six that. girls in my head. They all have names. <laughs> and boy, do they all have very distinct, separate personalities. But as I got older, I realized, and it was an aha moment for me. It was an aha Mm -hmm. moment for me that um, I do need friends and Mm -hmm. I need a certain kind of group of sisters around me. But I do find that as you get older, it becomes harder to find and cultivate those relationships. I think it's yeah. it becomes more difficult because I think also as you are older, I, I would imagine you'd say your guard goes up more. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And, you know, the journey for me was what you just said. It wasn't that I was short on having female energy around me, right? Uh, where I was short at was the kind of friends, Mm. right? So the journey for me was discovering who I was so that I could know who I needed. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a Um, good one. Discovering who you are so you would know what you needed. Absolutely. Wow, that's powerful. Absolutely. Because I think most of the time you don't know exactly what you need because you have not unpacked who you actually are. And by the way, not the person in the movie 
that you've right. written that plays in that's your head, right. but who you that's really right. are. Because that's, that's when you'll know, well, who do I need as my co-star in this right. film? Because I, I actually thought I was the leading lady, and it turns out I'm the supporting <laughs> actress, right? Like you, some people don't know be that. Be honest about that. <laughs> you gotta be honest. Be but you're not ready that. to be the lead in this movie. I hate to tell you this, but tell me you can't grow into it. But the thing That's I right. love too about you, and that I, I, I realized when we met, um, on the, you know, via um, the last interview, um, is that I love the raw truth and honesty. And because I've always been that kind of person, I'm the kind of person that I'll tell somebody in a minute, please tell me the truth about everything. If mm -hmm. I stink, if, if something ain't right, if you don't like something I said, please skip the preamble. I don't need all of that. Yes. Just get right well, get to, to the it. Point. Tell, get to the point. <laughs> Cause ain't nobody got time to follow you all right. around the mulberry bush. Tell That's me what right. you want. Tell me That's what right. I did wrong. Tell me how I hurt your feelings, whatever. Yes. So I can fix it. Right. Yes. I, yes. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that the importance of it. It's not really about trying to be aggressive or, you know, trying to, you know, I, I don't know, be nasty. It really is. Mm -hmm. We can have a much better relationship. That's if right. You, we can save all of the frilly edges for later. Yep. It's like the Absolutely. crust on the cake. OK, I know you want to eat that right. first, but let's just get to the heart of the matter. That's right. I think That's that, right. for me anyway, is the most important thing. What would yeah. you say that the friends that are no longer, because I think we all grow and mature, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe the friends you had in college, you know, you thought would last forever and it didn't. What would you say the friends that are no longer on the front row of your movie, what would they say about you? You know, I, I just had a conversation with one of those friends who are no longer on the front row. <laughs> Did they know they wasn't on the front row? Yes. Listen. Shit. When, when, listen. It was like, when did I, I get in the balcony? Know. Bitch, you've been in the balcony for two years. You didn't know. <laughs> I, I told them, though. I oh, did. you told them. You revoked I their did, ticket. Jasmine. How listen, does that it happen? A, it wasn't a revoking of the ticket. But Girl, no, it was. You revoked it. You revoked <laughs> it. <laughs> And You've I been to enough shows that. in your life that if your ticket don't say A, I just B, said or C, we're going to need you to go up top. Right. The show was <laughs> over. That's all. The show was over. Well, we didn't know. It could have been an encore. could have been an encore. It's like, I, I'm not no leaving encore. yet. No, no encore. encore. No encore. Well, first, um, before you tell was, me that, with blindly, yeah. tell me um, how they got to the point that they lost the, 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 the all-access pass. Right. Yeah. And then how did you tell them I'm going to need that pass back and then you can still come to the show, but you're going to be general admission. Like, how did all of that go? I'm ready. Uh -huh. I should have brought some wine for this. I need some tequila for this part. But go on, girl. Give it to me. Liz, I had changed. Oh. It, it sounds like that old conversation with, you know, the old boyfriend. It's not you. It's, it's me. me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but it was true. It wasn't them. It was me. I had changed. I was different. I wasn't who I was. And I said to them, matter of fact, I had a, um, a vision board night and they had come over. They were at my house and, you know, we were, you know, doing our girlfriend supportive thing. And I said to them, I said, I have changed. My vision for myself has changed and I'm going to have new friends. 
Ooh, I'm looking wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I did. can only imagine. So I I'm did. here. I'm at the party. I, I got my little board. I got my little mm-hmm. markers, all my little cutouts. And you dropped that on me. What happens after that? I mean, there was honest conversation about, you know, where is that coming from? But, you know, the, the truth of the matter was the friends that I had at that time, and if you read the books, a little snippet of this piece is in there. Um, these were friends that I had in my church community, right? Mm-hmm. And that was my years. Uh, when my, my church scandal took place, uh, which was the best thing that happened to me, that haze was removed. And I saw people and myself and things different. And what I no longer wanted, Jasmine, were people around me who had haze over their eyes or who were pretending to be something that they didn't even want to be themselves. I no longer had the capacity for it. I didn't have the energy for it. You know? And so for them, uh, it was probably taken as Keisha is losing her mind. Yeah. You know, she's out there you know, in the yeah. world you know, kind of thing. I don't care. Take it however you will. Um, but in but a way, in, 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 in a way, you were losing your mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I think in a, in, a, in, a way, in a strange way, I think mm-hmm. unless you lose your mind, yeah. I don't think you can ever really find your way. I know that sounds weird, but I think sometimes you have to lose your mind and do things yeah. that other people don't understand. Hell, you may not understand, but I think that's yeah. important because your mentality um, the way you've always done things, yeah. the way you've always processed things, the way you've always looked at things really is yes. a mental thing. So I think sometimes in order to gain the freedom, come on, Jasmine, bring it back around. Come on, Jasmine. Sometimes in order to get that freedom you were talking about, you that's have, good. baby that's Fantasia right. said it best, there sometimes you, go. you gotta lose to win again. That's right, that's right. You better come <laughs> on and let me speak. Girl, I'm so crazy. I know. I'm not. But that's Listen, what I love about this you, is, too. But, but you this love is when my you crazy. know that you're in the right place. This is where you know you're the, So my sister, my older sister, Kia loves her. My older sister is like my mom. Just very, just, listen, no filter, just yes. honest. I remember I was having an event at our house, and I had some new Judys who were around. Just like you, Jasmine. Just not afraid to be who they are. Just raw, right? And my sister came in and she came in dancing like there was an energy she was like oh Keisha what is this and who are these new people she was like I don't like you and she told them she said I didn't even like her old friends (laughs) she said but I like (laughs) y'all and when your your sister shows up listen that's what I'm talking about I think there is too much time wasted Uh, who said that youth is wasted on the young And it's true. I think after you've lived a little and then you realize, like for me, I think, you know, I probably have more years behind me than Mm -hmm. I do in front of me. And I'm okay Mm -hmm. with that. But what I'm not okay with is living in the same confinement that I lived in then, because now I don't know about you. But I believe the older you get, the faster time begins to go. 
Absolutely. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come I in agree. dancing in every room Absolutely. because I don't know how much longer, baby, these knees going to let me do That's that. Right. So I'm That's going right. to make sure that when I am finally laid at my rest, everybody will always say, well, let me tell you something. It's a good thing she went when she did because she didn't really have nothing left. Her knees were gone. Her back was blown out. Like, <laughs> like everything. She used everything. That's right. Like I'm that it. person. If you think about it, for me, I want life to be like that roll of toothpaste. Yeah. You push yeah. and push and squeeze yeah. and squeeze and squeeze. Sque like, I, I think it might be a little left in here. So let's yeah. roll it up. You know, I think there might be a little life in here. So let me get these scissors and cut the top yeah. off. And go. Yeah. To me, that's what I want. I want it to be that's completely where I am. empty. Girl, that's me. Completely I tell empty. people all the time, I want to, that, and that's my affair with when it is time for me to transition. I want to die empty. I don't want there to be anything left. I want people to be, be able to say she left it all out. There was nothing that restrained her and was holding her back. She, and, and, and that's, again, you know, with the um, young women that I get the opportunity to meet. You know, you think about getting older and all the lessons that you learn, and you go, man, if I knew what I knew now, when I was, let me, and I was bad then, but Baby. can you imagine? Ooh, let me tell you something. And not only can I imagine, because I spend my days now trying to make up for that. <laughs> yes. Girl, I have enjoyed yes. talking to you just like Same I here. knew I would. Same I here. think we, like I said, for me, this is now a continuation of, of conversations that I want to have with women, not just for one particular month, because I think there are so many amazing women out yeah. there in my life that I've met, that I haven't, that I want to meet. And I will say this to your face. You are one of those women that I am so glad that I met. I know I that after same. this, our connection is only going to get stronger because now yeah. I'm going to start blowing your phone up. Girl, I'm out here dancing <laughs> in the street. You better come and get me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not coming to get you. Dance no, because you're going to already be there. <laughs> She's like, girl, look over. I'm over here too. We're going to be showing out together, honey. Woman's a woman. Me and you, Keisha. Girl, thank you it. so much. You. I wish you... I wish you joy. I wish you uh, inconceivable joy, the kind that you can't explain. There is no real definition for it. Um, I wish you abundance in everything that you touch. Yeah. I wish you success. I wish you blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing and i wish for you megan the stallion knees okay <laughs> that part that part that's the part that you need that if you part. got that everything else is extra that part i love you Nadori. and with no cliche ditto i love you to life girl we gonna talk again soon i promise absolutely i know absolutely. next time i have mimosas you'll probably have mimosas i don't know exactly <laughs> i drink mimosas i know that's right the problem is i just drink them too much <laughs> but we're gonna pray on that keisha we're gonna pray we're gonna lay that right here at the altar that's it we're gonna leave I that right it. here all right mama i'll talk to you soon thanks again thank you jazz